Ruchim Abayim, welcome everyone. Thank you everyone for joining this very special program. Lakavoid the Sefer Magad Harakia on Pesach. This program is hosted by none other than Chazak. And I want to thank uh, my friends, Rav, Yaniv, Rav Ilan Meirav and Rav Yaniv Meirav for hosting tonight's event. And as well as uh, my friend uh, Rabbi Aboff for uh, organizing and orchestrating that everything should run smoothly. Um, it's uh, my opportunity to share <clears throat> the amazing work that Chazak does, especially in the area of enrolling public school students in yeshivas. It's literally Hatzalat Nefashas. I have the opportunity to go down to their office and to see how they have a staff working around the clock, doing whatever it takes to to give uh, Jewish children their their ancestral right of uh, being exposed to the Torah Hakdoisha, and you never know what could come of these neshamas. Some of the most influential people in Klal Yisrael are children that were yanked out of public schools and brought to yeshivas and. Once a Jew is united with the Torah, there, there's no telling how great they can be. Tonight's event is sponsored by my Tyra Yadid, my very dear friend, Reb Rabbi Newman, who is sponsoring tonight's event on behalf of Chickens for Shabbos. If I could just share with you um, the incredible work that Chickens for Shabbos does, they are dedicated simply to feeding Yidin, Yidin who need it most, first and foremost, the most important members of Klal Yisrael, the teachers of Torah, the Rabbeim. Without our Rabbeim in the yeshivas, we don't have a future for Klal Yisrael. The, the Asid of Klal Yisrael is dependent on the stability of our yeshivas and especially our Rabbeim and Moros. And therefore, Chickens for Shabbos sees to it that the Rabbeim are taken care for. They, they are provided for. Bederach Kavayt. Also, Chickens for Shabbos... Um, especially oversees the needs of uh, Agunais and Grushais, uh, situations uh, where people can't fend for themselves and they need extra chizuk. And if you go to the Yad Eliezer website, <clears throat> and there's an icon for chickens for Shabbos, agu, uh, Malamdim, Agunais and Grushais, and whatever you could do, there's no overhead, whatever you could do, Tavay Alecha Bracha Min Hashemayim. So now here we are, we're already Shloishim Yom Koydim We're within 30 days of the Holy Yom Tif of Pesach Haba Aleinu Latoiva. And I'm very honored and very touched to have the opportunity to um, relay a little bit about the, my humble Sefer, Sifri HaKatan, Magid Horakia on Nisan Pesach Haggadah Shal Pesach, which is available in uh, Sparm stores everywhere. And you could go to our website, rabbidg.com. Um, by the way, once you're there, there are many features and many uh, venues that are available to the public. Firstly, every week we put out Divrei Torah to say over at the Shabbos Suda, short Divrei Torah, uh, Divrei Torah that, have a, uh, that are clever, that are interesting. And we also have a Hebrew parasha sheet from the Chidushim of the Tzaddik of Ranana, the Ben La Ashri, Rabbi Yitzchak HaKoyen Hoberman, both of them are available on the um, website, rabbidg.com, as well as uh, there is an option to be, um, to sell your chametz there as well. Now, all the svarim are available with free delivery. You could uh, check that out and uh, get the sefer in time for Yom Tif. <clears throat> now, we're all preparing for Pesach, 
and we all want it to be a very elevated experience, and we want it to be a time of great Kedusha, and we're very medactic in every detail of each halacha, and we don't want to overlook any minhag or any chumrah. However, sometimes we have to make sure that our priorities are in line. And this is brought out by a story relayed by Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld in his Sefer, Chachmas Chaim, that he taught about uh, the great Chassam Sofer. The Chassam Sofer would give out matzois to those who needed it. And one time, the attendant, the Mishareses, the maidservant of the Chassam Sofer, confused the Chassam Sofer's personal stash of matzos, which were the most mahudar matzos, matzos baked with all the chumras and all the hidurim, and somehow, somewhy, the uh, Mishareses got it mixed up and gave away the matzois of the Chassam Sofer. Now the Chassam Sofer's wife was very concerned how the Chassam Sofer react. These were his prized matzois. And he walks into the room and he reads his wife's face and he knew something was up. And he says, what happened? And she, tell, she said to the Chassam Sofer, what happened? The Mishareses gave away the Chassam Sofer's matzos. Chassam Sofer composed himself. He strengthened himself to overcome the natural tendency of kas. And he said, look, there's no mistake over here. This is what happened. And there are two versions of the story. In version one, the Chassam Sofer said, better that I eat this year, regular, simple matzos, like every other Jew, than chas v'sham, to stumble in the midah of kas, the midah of anger. Another version is the Chassam Sofer said, better that I should stumble in a chashash of a mashahu of chametz than to stumble in even a little bit of kas. We, how careful we are not to have any semblance of chametz on Pesach. Not even to have uh, kidneys. Many are machmer. Not to have gebruxed. People change their toothpaste and their paper towels and you name it. People pull out their ovens. People, I don't know what they do. They take out the bricks of their house searching for chametz. Chametz is a very severe isser. But if in the process of doing everything behidr, someone annoys them, angers them, gets on their nerves, ah, kas! Wait a second. What is more severe? What is more important? What is worse? Is it worse to be angry? Or is it worse to eat chametz? And what we're going to learn is, we have to get our priorities straight. Yes, we have to be careful not to eat an iota of chametz, but we have to be more careful to guard ourselves from being angry. In fact, Rebavadya Yosef. Now, for those who look behind me, when I, you know, duck to the right, you could see my beautiful picture of Rebavadya Yosef and Rav Moshe Feinstein. That's a prized picture of the two G'doyle Apoiskim. And that picture represents so much more than just those two individuals, but the <coughs> the Ava <coughs> of two G'doyle Yisrael that come from two different Machanos, so to speak, but if only you could see the picture that's straight ahead of me, picture of Maran Rabavadi Yosef in his Glima, being Oisek Batayra Rabavadi wrote a sefer on Perkei called Anaf Eitz Avais, and he brings down a story that happened with the Oy of Yisrael. A man came to the Oy of Yisrael after Pesach with his wife. He was ready for a get. So the Oy of Yisrael says, "Well, why do you want to divorce your wife?" He says, "You wouldn't believe it. You know what she made me eat? She made me eat matzah matzah shruya on Pesach." 
Gebraxed. Well, the Oye uh, of Yisrael calls in his wife. And she comes in, and he looks her in the eye, and he says, Listen, uh, what kind of matzah did you give me this Pesach? And, uh, you know, her face turns white, and she, she looks like a ghost. And he says, you could say, I won't, I won't be upset. And she said, look, this is what happened. Someone came to the door, and Ani came to the door, and I was very busy preparing for the Seder, and I... I told him we don't have any matzah left and somebody told me that there's a stash over there and I accidentally gave him your matzah and I didn't want you to be upset so I didn't know what to do. I took regular matzah and I replaced it. And the Oyev Yisrael says very well. He turns to the couple, he says, I want you to know, I knew what she did. I knew while I was eating it that this was not my shmura matzah. But for the sake of Shalom and for the sake of Midois and for the sake of overcoming Kas, I didn't react and I ate Matzah Pshuta Lel Seder. And you want to divorce your wife because you had Gabrakst, which is only a Minhag? So this really gives us um, somewhat of a re- reality check. There are many things in life that are not that severe and maybe for cultural reasons or societal reasons, the Yetzirah blows up the importance of it, and yet there are other things that are from the most important and most fundamental in our religion, and namely, midois toivois, good character, and part of that is overcoming anger, and that the Yitzhahara downplays, because the Yitzhahara knows that he'll be very successful if he underestimates and undermines the value of this particular mitzvah. Now, I want to share with you the words of the Rambam. The Rambam in Hilchos Deois, Parak Beis, Halacha Gimel, writes Dvarim Noiraim about the Midah of Kas, and if you want to see this in the Sefer inside, it's Parak Ches in Sefer Magad Rakia on Pesach. The Rambam says, one has to be careful from the Midah of Kas to the nth degree, to the extreme. Kas is such a Midah Ra, you need to distance yourself from it to the extreme. Even though when it comes to other midas, the Rambam says you have to walk in the middle road. You have to take a moderate approach. Approach. Oh, not when it comes to kas. When it comes to kas, one has to be extreme. And then the Rambam says, Amru Chachamim Harishonim, the early wise men said, Anyone who gets angry, it's as if they served idols. Now, what is the source of the Rambam? You know, you can't just uh, write hyperbole, you can't just exaggerate. Where did the Rambam get this from? That anyone who gets angry, it's as if they served idols. Well, if we look in the Gemara and Shabbos, on Kofheyomid Beis, Tanya, Rav Shemben Al-Azhar Oymer, in the name of Rav Yochem Nuri, one who tears his garments in anger, one who breaks his vessels in anger, one who scatters money in anger, it should be in your eyes as if you worship the idols. Because this is what the Yetzirah says, today do X, tomorrow Y, and ultimately he says, serve idols. However, the Gemara doesn't say what the Rambam says. The Gemara doesn't say anyone who gets angry, it's as if he worshipped idols like the Rambam says. It says anyone who is destructive, he tears clothing, he breaks vessels, 
he's as if he worshipped idols. And furthermore, the Gemara says the reason is because somebody is so out of control, ultimately the Yitzhahara will lead you to serve idols. But nowhere does the Gemara say, blanket, anyone who gets angry, it's as if they worshipped idols. And the Maritz Chiyas on the Gemara, and Shabbos Kofi asks, where did the Rambam get this from? However, if you look in Shabbos Tshuvas Yad Eliezer, of Rabbi Lazar HaLevi Horowitz from the Tamir Chassam Seifer, he finds the Makar of the Rambam in the Zoyar and Parshas Tetzaveh, who the Zoyar says that one who gets angry, he is toiref nafshoi ba'apa, he tears out his soul in anger. And actually the Zoyar and Parshas Bereshis is more explicit. The Zoyar says, Now, did the Rambam get his statement that anyone who gets angry, it's as if he worshipped idols from the Zayar? It's a very big chiddush to say that the Rambam got it from the Zayar. The Zayar was not revealed until after the Rambam lived. Like the Chidar writes in Shal Tshuvas, Yosef Oymetz, that when the Rambam says in Parak Be'ez, that the Kohen Gadol would say, Titaru, the Chidar asks, where did the Rambam get this from? And the Chidar says, well... Maybe he got it from the Zoyar, but the Chidah says that's not really likely because the Zoyar was not revealed even to the Rajba and the Rosh, certainly in the days of the Rambam. However, the Chidah himself writes in Shal Sechuz Chaim Sha'al regarding the Shita of the Rambam, that one has to rebuke their friend until they come and they want to punch you. That is the Shita of Rav, even though Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Rav, and we usually pass him like Rabbi Yochanan, well, the Chidah says, see the godless of the Rambam who had Ruach HaKodesh. Because if you look in the Zayar and Parshas Noyach, the Zayar paskins like Rav. By the way, there's another instance. So I had the um, good fortune that a friend of mine gave the Sefer to Rav Orenreich. And Rav Orenreich called me. He said, you forgot to put one in. Uh, there's another example where the Rambam's Source must have been in the Zayar, namely the Rambam writes in Hukas Chalitza that she throws the shoe to the floor and the Torah says we don't find such a thing. And in the Shal Sechuvas, the Rav Meir Shapiro, he says the Rambam's source is in the Zayar, Pashas Chukas. So actually, I was very honored because uh, the Rashiva told me, I, but then I saw that you quoted in a footnote. So I was happy that to include that Maramakam as well. Now, Marav Rabbi Based on the Shita of the Rambam, that anyone who gets angry, it's as if they worshipped idols. Let's come and connect this and try to understand the connection between the Yamtif of Pesach and the Midah of Kas. Because it's written in the Torah, We know that a heretic, an idolater, is not allowed to partake of the Karban Pesach. And Rashi explains, that whether a Jew who serves idols or a, or a guy who serves idols cannot partake of the Karm Pesach. Comes Reb Tzvi Ali Melech Nidinov, the Bnei Yisachar, and in the Sefer, Derach Pikudecha, he says, if someone who's an Oyved Abedazara is not allowed to partake of the Karm Pesach, then maybe that someone who the Chazal deem as if he worshipped idols, maybe he also is now to partake of the Karm Pesach. Therefore, says the Bnei Yisachar, maybe someone who is a Baal Ka, someone who gets angry, cannot 
of the Karm Pesach. He's a Ben Eichar. He's an Oyvid Avoid Zara. So, that is certainly worthy of our attention. Actually, tonight's year, we're going to quote the Shalsetshuvas uh, Ben Yansiyon of the Rabbi Yaakov Edlinger, who questions whether every time Chazal say, Kol Ki'ilu, whether it's really like that. In other words, Chazal say, Kol HaMevaza Es HaMoyadois, anyone who shames Chalamoid, is Ki'ilu Oyved Avodazara. So now what? Somebody has to give up their life not to do work on Chalamoid. So the Archlaner says, Ki'ilu just means there's some type of equation, but it's not actually. Now, but from here we see how important it is how to be careful for the Midah of Kas, especially in the Yom Tov of Pesach. Because in order to be part of the Pesach celebration, in order to be part of the Pesach festivities, we have to be careful that we don't come under the category of Kol Ben Nechar Lo that we are still considered loyal members of the Jewish people. And perhaps we could suggest that this is why on the Yom Tov of Pesach, when humility is so important, we are commanded to partake of Lechem Oini, the poor man's bread. And we know that it is the derech of an Oni, of a poor man, to be humble, to speak benachas, not to be brazen, not to have hubris. And in fact, the Chstam Soifer says that the word Matzah represents humility. And therefore the Chstam Soifer in the Drasha, is Chalik Beisim and Reish Lam Zayin, explains the Pasuk, Matzah that matzos, humility, toichal, you should partake of b'makom kadosh. Instead of precious, instead of being holy and separating from the enjoyments of this world, you're better off having a healthy dose of humility. That's better than kedusha. And says the Chassam Soifer, that indicates. That even though for most mitzvahs one is not rewarded in this world, when it comes to humility, in this courtyard, in the vestibule of the world to come, that's this world, a person can eat and reap the benefits of being careful and kas even in this world. Now I would like to move on to another subject. This is Maimer Lamed Aleph in the humble Sefer Magad Arakiya. And I want to focus on a tefillah that is said solely on the nights of the Sidarim Harachaman who Yan Chilenu Yom Shekulei Toiv, Yom Shekulei Aruch, Yom Shetzadikim Yoishvim VeAtroisem BeRashem VeNehanim Miziv Hashchina VeHi Chalkenu Imahem. Now we we pray every Leil Seder. May it be the merciful ones well. May he bequeath to us the day that is entirely good, the day that is entirely long, the day that the tzaddikim sit with their crowns on their heads, benefiting from the splendor of the Shekhinah, may our shir be with them. In other words, the night of the Seder, we pray to the Almighty, we say, please grant us a shir in the world to come. We want to sit with the tzaddikim in Olam Haba, being nene from the Ziv HaShekhinah. Friends, we always want Olam Haba. We always pray for Eilam Haba. But why the night of the Seder? Usually the Harachamon is supposed to be specifically relevant to that particular time. So on Sukkot we say, Harachamon or Yakamon or Sukkot Zawad Anifos. On Shabbos we say, Harachamon or Yam Chilein or Yom Shekulay Shabbos or Menucha L'chai Oilamim. 
But what does Olam Haba have to do specifically with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? God took us out of Egypt. He didn't bring us into the world to come. And now I pause for a word from our sponsors. Um, if I could remind everyone to please check out um, the worthy organization, Chickens for Shabbos. Go to the Yad Eliezer website and there's an icon for Malamdim, Agunos and Grushos and whatever you could do to help them, Hashem should shower upon you. Blessing, Mina Shamayim. Now back to the regularly scheduled Shia. The Mesil Susharim tells us that one of the Tachbulais, one of the uh, tricks of the Yitzhahara, is to bombard us with work and busyness to the point that we don't have time to contemplate and to think where we're going, where we're headed. And this, says the Mesil Susharim, is this plot, this machination of the Yitzhahara is literally the plan of Paray. When Paray said, Tichbad so we see that Paray and the Yitzhahara have a similarity. They have a very similar strategy. And therefore, it behooves us to try to understand from what Paray did, what uh, was Paray's kavana? In what way was this emulating the ways of the Yitzhahara? Now, one of the main decrees of Paray is kol haben hayiloid every male that is born throw into the river, and every daughter let live. In the beautiful Sefer, in the amazing Sefer, Bas Ayin, of Rabbi Avram Doiv Me'avrich, a Talmud of the Kedushas Levi, and one of the G'doylem in Svas, I had this chus to be at his kever in Svas, as well as to speak to Vaitoira in his shul. What was the deeper kavana? Kol ben hayiloid Says the holy Basayan. We know that the Iker principle of Das is to understand. The main principle of Judaism is to realize and to feel with conviction that this world is merely a preparation for Olam Abba. It's a proizdar. It's a vestibule. It's a hallway. This world is not where it's at. Even though everything about this world screams out to us, Olam Hazeh. It's all about your car. It's all about your property and your possession. It's all about what you're going to make of this life. But this is a sheker v'chazav. This is a facade. This world is merely a preparation for the world to come. We were created for Olam Abba. We are just passing through this world. As the famous story goes, that Mrs. Dora Golding once visited the Chavetz Chaim. And she looked around and she noticed that the Chavetz Chaim didn't really have furniture. And Mrs. Golding says, Chavetz Chaim, where is your furniture? And the Chavetz Chaim turns to her and says, well, where is your furniture? So she said, what do you mean? Um, I came from uh, another country. I don't travel with my furniture. I'm just passing through, says the Chavetz Chaim. I'm also just passing through. Well, the Yitzhahara is called Paray. And he tries to counteract our das. The ikr of das is realizing the temporal nature of this world. Paroi, the Yitzhara says, Oilam haba is the ikr. It is referred to as ben, boy. Ben represents primary. 
Bas daughter represents secondary. This is not a popular idea, and I don't think um, this would fly in uh, current societal norms. But that's the reality. That's how the Torah speaks. Ben, male primary, female is secondary. Kol haben hayiloid hayoira tashlichu. Pari says, take what you consider primary, take oilam haba and toss it, throw it in the river, discard it, forget about oilam haba. That which should be primary, hayoira tashlichu, forget oilam haba v'chol habas, and that which is really secondary, this world and all it has to offer, techayon, breathe life into it, elevate it, that's what's most important. And parody Yitzhahara attacks us daily. Relegate Oilam Abba to a second class citizen. Elevate Oilam Azad to primary. This is the battle of Paroi with mankind. This is the battle of the Yitzhahara with mankind. Says the Basayan, why is there a mitzvah to remember Yitzhah's Mitzrayim daily? Why? It happened 3,300 years ago. So why do we have to still remember it? And so many times a day, why is this such an integral part of our Amuna? Leaving Mitzrayim means to leave the mistaken notion that Olam Haba is irrelevant and Olam Hazet is primary. That was the attack of Paray. That was the ideology of Mitzrayim. The ideology of Mitzrayim is called Haben Hayiloid Hayoiro Tashichu. Therefore we are commanded to daily remember don't let a day go by without reviewing and integrating within our consciousness that the Iker station of existence is Oilam Haba. That's the Iker Hadas. And therefore we remember Mitzrayim, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, not only daily, but all, just about in every mitzvah we do, every door we go through. Every morning we put on tefillin, every Shabbos, it's all Zechel, Yitzias, Mitzrayim. Get out of that place. Get out of that state of mind where it's all about your money and your clothing and your car and your house and this world. Because this world is a fake. It's empty. It's just a passageway to the Ben. This world is the Bas. Olam Haba is the Ben. That is why the Pasuk says, Ki meit seischa me'eretz Mitzrayim ko'yimei like the days we left Egypt, because we don't just leave Egypt that day 3,300 years ago. Every day we fight the, the battle. Every day we have to leave that mistaken place. To We have to overcome the temptations and the messaging that this world screams out at us, that it's all about Olam Hazah. It's Kimei Seischa Me'eretz Mitzrayim Kol Yimei Chayacha. That was the central Objective of leaving Mitzrayim. Call Haben Hayiloid Hayoira Tashichon. Therefore, comes the night of the Seder. And we, Chayiv Adam Liroy says, Atzmai Ki Iluhu Yatsu Mitzrayim. A person is obligated to see themselves as if they themselves have left Mitzrayim. That means we need to acquire, through the preparation of Pesach and through the Leil Seder, the conviction. That this world is merely an antechamber to Olam Haba. It's just a preparation. It's a rehearsal. It's preparing ourselves for the world to come. Don't get so caught up in what you eat and what you wear and where you live 
This is just, you know, somebody goes to uh, out of town for a few days to um, make a big sale, and he's going to come back. So what he, where he stays there is not that vital. It's more important what his house looks like at home. Well, this is just the place that we stay until we get to our ultimate destination. I had the great schos when I was approximately 20 years old for three years. I came back from Eretz Yisrael to try to develop a kesher with Hagoin, Arava, Vigdor Miller, Zechazak, Lebracha. Now, I, I don't want to say that I was able to forge a close kesher, but I will say that I attended many, many of Hashirim. Um, I spoke to him many occasions. I have a notebook of questions that I asked him. But I, as far as I'm concerned, he, I, I forged a very strong bond on my end with the teachings of Rav Miller. And what made Rav Miller unique and special, perhaps in a way uh, more than anybody that I've ever encountered in my, in my lifetime, is that Rav Miller didn't just speak about Olam Haba. Like we all speak about it. It's a topic. Musr, let's talk about Olam Haba. Rav Miller didn't speak about Olam Haba. To Hagoin, Rav Victor Miller, Olam Haba was a reality. He lived with it. And that was one of the ideals that fueled his greatness, that the recognition of the reality of Olam Haba. And that was the function of leaving Mitzrayim, and Paroi being menuga, Paroi being plagued, to destroy the notion of kol Let's just conclude with um, a few words about the wondrous opportunity of Chodesh Nisan, Haba Aleinu Lataiva. We're now approaching uh, the month of Nisan. Shabbos is Parshas HaChodesh. Sunday, Be'ezus Hashem, will be Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the day that Hashem created the world. He created man. It's Machlekes, Rebbe Lezer, and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua is of the opinion, Benisan, Nivraha Elam. However, not only Benisan, Nivraha Elam, but Benisan, Nigalu, Benisan, Asin, Liga. In Nisan, we were redeemed, and in Nisan, we are destined to be redeemed. Which brings out a very important concept. And that is that all the events of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim were the paradigm through which the Rebbe will bring the future redemption. So in other words, all of the Makos were a Masay Avay Simulabanim to the Makos that the Rebbe will bring on our enemy before he brings the Geula. And Rabbi Bachai writes about this in many, many places that there were three dates given um, the, speaking about the Exodus, we have 210, we have 400, we have 430. Well, parallel to that, in Sefer Daniel, three dates are given. Well, says the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, the same way, nobody knew how to reconcile these three dates until it occurred. And then they realized 210 in Egypt, 400 from the birth of Yitzchak, 430 from the birth of Nebuchadnezzar. No one will have any idea how to reconcile the dates in Daniel until they occur, because we don't even know what the numbers that Daniel is conveying are. But whatever occurred in Mitzrayim is the prototype and the pre-enactment of the miracles of the Gula HaAsida. 
We've explained that is why the Haggadah begins and ends with this message. The Haggadah begins, Hashata Hacha, Lashana Haba, Ba'ara the Yisrael, this year here, next year in Israel. The Haggadah ends, Lashana Haba, Yerushalayim, because that's the main function of the Haggadah. The main function of the Haggadah is through remembering and recounting and reliving the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim that literally creates the future redemption of the Jewish people. This is indicated in the words of the Haggadah. The Baal Nesivas HaMishpat writes, Alachas Kama V'Kama, Toiva Kefula Umechul Peles. All the more so, a doubled, quadrupled Toiva. All the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim are doubled for then and for us in the future. And therefore, we say, Benisan Nigalu, Benisan Asidan Ligal. But interestingly, not only Benisan Nigalu, Benisan Asidan Ligal, the Medrash Tanchuma teaches us, as well as the Roykeach, Betesvav Benisan Nigalu, Betesvav Benisan Asidan Ligal. That the night of the Seder is primed for the coming of the Gula. In fact, the Roykeach writes, V'ne'emar ki fada Hashem es Yaakov u'galoi miyad chazak mimenu baruch ata Hashem ga'al Yisrael. Fifteen words keneged the idea benis betesvav benisan nigalu uvetesvav benisan asidin ligael. Reb Shwab once asked the Chavetz Chaim, what does it mean benisan nigalu benisan asidin ligael? And the Chavetz Chaim says in our eyes it should be like 50-50. There's a very high percentage that the Mashiach will come in the month of Nisan, and especially the night of the Seder. I once asked, my dear Zayda, after a Pesach, I said, Zaydi, how did you enjoy the Pesach? And my grandfather said, Yamtif, Yamtif was so beautiful. Now I'm just waiting for the Geula Shalema. And that is what should be first and foremost on our minds. As the month of Nisan is approaching, it should be our fervent prayer and tefillah. Ribbani Shalom, you redeemed us in Nisan, the Nisan Nigalu, or the Nisan Asidin Ligoel. May we all be zoicha to the Gula Shlema, the Karayv Mamish. Thank you so much, Chazak, for organizing tonight's event. Thank you so much, Rabbi Ravi Nuvin, for sponsoring tonight's event. Please again go to the Yad Eliezer website, check out the icon for chickens for Shabbos, Malamdim Agunas and Grushais, and if anybody would like to um, procure the Sefer Magad Harakia on Pesach or on Purim or the Sefer Lakadamir Anini, please go to our website, rabbidg.com. There are many other uh, very important and interesting things there. So um, with that, I bid everyone a wonderful Shabbos, Chazak. Shabbos HaChodesh, Chodesh Toiv, and may we all be zoiche to the Gula Shlema, the Diaz Gael Tzedek, and here we are, Amen.